So, David, <laughs> how you doing? You okay? I'm all right. You call me David and Uncle Dave. So. Yeah. So, David, <laughs> a.k.a. Uncle Dave, Managing Director of AFP Wokenham. Thanks for joining us today. No problem. All mortgages have their caps, and normally up to 10% of the outstanding balance that you can overpay whilst you're within the fixed interest rate period. But as soon as you're out of that fixed rate, before you fix into something else, the cap is lifted. So you could, if you did come into some money, overpay without any limits there at all. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've got 300 grand mortgage, overpaying in year one is 30 grand. That's a lot of money people can chuck at it to yeah. help clear that balance if, if that's what they want to do. So, mortgages then. Oh, the high to neck, the interest rate. The interest rates of it. So, what's happening? What's happening with buy to let mortgages at the moment? What's happening? God, put me on the spot here. Yeah. <laughs> um, interest rates in general across the board are starting to creep up a little bit more. Mm. But my lets do seem to be bucking the trend. Um, they're starting to trickle down because they were quite high. Uh, yeah. Interest rates we saw shoot up to 5 or 6% for some lenders, if, if not more. Yeah. But we are seeing them come down now. I think your best interest rate out there is probably late threes at the moment. Okay. 3.8, 3 point something like that. Um, but the arrangement fees are pretty pretty fierce. They're they're big percentage of the yeah. loan fees. So well, we're going the right direction. Yeah, what are we looking at sort of arrangement fee wise at the moment? What's the what's the norm? What's the norm? So the fee is a trade off for rate. Mm. So the bigger fee you're gonna get, the lower rate you're gonna get. So if you want one of those headline rates with a three at the front of it, three point eight five, whatever that might be, you're probably looking at a three percent fee so it's three percent right. of the amount you're borrowing the charges an arrangement fee but if you're prepared to take a slightly higher rate maybe something closer to four and a half five percent you might get the fee a thousand or fifteen hundred pounds flat mm. flat fee right. so yeah it depends what's right for your size mortgage really yeah no absolutely because one thing that we were talking about earlier is that we're sort of seeing that that banks and mortgage lenders might be trying to trying to help with arrangement arrangement fees. Some of the things that we've seen is is sort of around one percent that's being talked about now. Um, so do you think that that sort of banks, mortgage lenders are, are taking note and trying to help buy to let buy to let landlords? Yeah, I really do think they are. Um, we've got to remember the banks are heavily regulated by the FCA and the PRA, yeah. and they have to be seen to lend sensibly. So when interest rates, base rates, swap rates went through the roof, their interest rates have had to go up. But as as they go up, the affordability drops. So your actual amount you can borrow on a buy-to-let mortgage comes down mm. because your cost every month goes up. So to try and help with that, they introduce these higher arrangement fees, keep the interest rates low, keep the client's monthly payments low. They can borrow more money, mm. but they have to pay a bigger fee as a trade-off for that. So they are listening. They're trying to now get their head around the regulations and see what they can do to find that middle ground. NatWest have come out with much stronger affordability in the last couple of weeks. Um, probably one of, the, if, if we're just talking standard buy-to-let sort of mortgages, yeah. they're probably one of the stronger on affordability now. Right. And you, I think one of their biggest fees is about £1,500, Right. So they are trying. They're yeah. trying to go in the right direction, definitely. Yeah. I think that's something that, through 2021 and 2022 the traditional deposit you'd put down on a buy to let would be 25 percent yeah for most yeah and we just completely lost track of that in the southeast where the affordability just wouldn't work if you're putting a 25 percent deposit yeah, down so with rents going up and house prices being reasonably stable mm. obviously 
location to location <laughs> that reasonably stable can go in both directions at the moment but yeah. rents are going up and up are we now falling back into a place where a buy-to-let investor can do a 25% deposit or are we still quite a way off that? No, we're not too far off of that. Um, I would say you might need to go for a five-year fixed mortgage. The banks are more generous when you go for a five-year fix as opposed to a shorter fix or a tracker. But the rents, certainly in this area, are getting to a point where, yeah, five-year fixes, you can probably get that 75% loan to value, 25% deposit. And are surveyors keeping up with the rents when they're doing the mortgage valuations? Which surveyor are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, on the whole, if we're realistic when we put that that submission in, when we submit the mortgage application, yeah, we don't get too many down valuations. They do happen. Um, in fact, I've had a, a, a couple just last week. But I think the customers were being a bit optimistic with their figures to start with. So if we go in with reasonable figures, realistic numbers, they generally tend to agree at the moment. You might tell me otherwise, but... (laughs) Well, there's the mortgage side of things, which which interests me. I mean, on the weekend, I rented an apartment which worked out based on what they're selling for at the moment at 6.6% yield. So it shows... Well, we're going back to the early 2000s when six and a half percent was a norm mm. in the southeast. It hasn't. It's been down at five and four yeah, as, as a gross yield. So, the rents being so high must be able to push mortgage affordability if if that's what they're still using. As you say, if the five if the five year fixed give you a bit more flexibility on those affordabilities, mm. hopefully the twenty five percent will come come yeah. back because that will give people a little bit more options it's pretty much there i think you're right um the surveyors have had to catch up with the market in a way and understand that this isn't just a bubble that's going to burst with rent prices i think the more confidence they get that this is almost a new normal um or certainly for a period of time then they're going to be always agreeing with the rents and then we're going to have yes a much better opportunity to get up to those bigger loan to values it's almost there definitely we've had quite a few mortgages go through with 25 percent deposits now stuff yeah so residential we've seen some new stuff happen in the last week or so mortgages for tenants Mm -hmm. which obviously is something that our landlords will want to know about the skipton launched their own product basically saying zero deposit a hundred percent mortgage if you're a tenant and you can prove your 12 months rental history Mm -hmm. um you've said whilst we're off camera nationwide of, of, of giving zero percent interest on further advances is there going to be any kind of new stuff going on i need a better word than stuff <laughs> schemes schemes, schemes. <laughs> what is it when something just changes and and and, and makes initiatives initiatives mm-hmm. is there any kind of new initiatives that are being launched on the buy to let side or is it all residential at the moment all of the exciting stuff you just mentioned is happening in the residential world. Um, the buy-to-let focus is on exactly what we've been talking about, trying to drive rates down, trying to drive the product fees down, trying to increase affordability for tenants. Yeah. So I think that's the bank's main focus. There's a huge focus on the green products, getting houses, EPC ratings up to A's, B's, or, or higher than they yeah. are currently. So there is a lot of incentives that the banks are bringing out to try and help with that um kensington i believe 
and I will check this is available on their buy to let. I think it is. If you can increase your energy efficiency rating by a certain number of points, I can't off, off the top of my head remember what that is, they will give you a thousand pound cash back. So mortgage is started. Let's say you have a D rating, energy yeah. uh, energy rating. Yeah. If you can increase that by a certain amount of points, not even necessarily to a C, but points based, they within a certain time, they'll give you a grand cash back. Right. And I think they're doing that sort of thing on their buy to let mortgages as well. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of encouragement there to bring your bring your properties up. Yeah, so there's, there's stuff out there then that's that's mm. trying to help everyone and, yeah. and all of that sort of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it seems positive that they're that they're bringing this stuff in now, so you can make changes, get better rates, etc., yeah. get the cash back. So, uh, yeah, there's some positive stuff and positive uh, stuff out there. Something the consumer might not realise so much is up until now, a lot of remortgage products come with free legals, so you're forced into using a bank's preferred solicitor to do the conveyancing when you change lenders. Mm. That's been a bit of a headache to say. Good old day, free me up, Mike, potentially, but um, the banks have realised that's just more headache for the customer, more headache and complaints yeah. for them. So they're offering a lot more cashbacks in place now. Um, so actually the free legals are almost a thing of the past. If not, there's a choice with cashback to use your own law firm or if you're very brave, use their free legal. But uh, that's been a big change in the last, since the start of this year, that so many more banks have gone to that bus as well. Yeah. But then just going back to the 100% mortgage thing then for, for renters, what have you had a lot of queries come through on, on that? Or? We have actually, yeah. Some friends yeah. of ours uh, <laughs> blog out, I think, and we were inundated with yeah. queries. Um, it's a great scheme yeah. for the right person. It's not going to fit for everybody. Um Essentially, the, the the main restriction we're seeing is that there's two calculations. Right. So the first calculation is by Skipton. So Skipton Building Society will look at the amount of rent you've been paying over the last 12 months, mm -hmm. take the average of whatever rent you've paid, and then they will run a, a calculation to see how much mortgage, what size mortgage you can get based on that rent. Right. So let's say you're getting £1,200 a month in rent. They might say, okay, a 35-year mortgage, you can have 230000 220 grand. I'm not giving you exact numbers here, roughly. Mm -hmm. Then they do the original calculation, which is an affordability check. So they look at your income, look at your outgoings, and assess how much you can borrow based on that, and they'll take the lower of the two. Right. So when we're thinking here, this mortgage, 100% mortgage, that's the value of your house, and maybe £1,200 will give you 220000 225 I don't know, you probably tell me, what sort of property would you rent for £1,200 a month compared yes. to what property would you buy for 220000 You might not be in the same... Probably losing a bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. 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 But it gets you on the ladder. Yeah. yeah. And you haven't got to spend all that time saving up deposit. So, you know, it, it's a it's a great product for the right person. Absolutely. Great. And then was this... So the 100% mortgage thing sort of came out of the, came out of the blue, really. So was this, bit, was this like talked about before... Did you know that it was coming? Did you did you hear anything on it, or was it just your there, there sort of rumors, as, as There well? were rumours a couple of weeks before, right? But it was only sort of hearsay. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. yeah, it was, it was. It's a good initiative, but it was kept quite quiet for yeah, a long time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. good, good, good. Um, it, oh god. And the other one might mention there is nationwide zero percent interest yes. rate. That's for people looking to raise money. If they're doing home improvements that are gonna again increase the energy efficiency of that property, 
Yeah. So they're really trying to incentivize people to go ahead and get your solar panels, get more insulation in the walls and lofts and do everything else they can to increase the EPC. Yeah. And they're saying you can borrow up to £15,000 extra, affordability-based. got to check that you can afford that much. But if you can, they can lend up to fifteen grand on top of your current mortgage. They won't charge any interest on it. That's a, yeah. that's a very new sort of thought process, I yeah. think. So Nationwide own one of the UK's biggest buy-to-let lenders, mortgage TMW, works. the Mortgage Works. They keep them very separate as trading entities. But what's to stop them, or why don't they extend exactly the same... Um, offer to a landlord because we all know, as we all know, we're living under a slight threat and a slight dark cloud of of the government changing EPC regs up to a C for buy to let properties, which I dread to think how many buy to let properties sit below a C yeah. across the UK. Whereas homeowners, to be frank, there's absolutely no regulation for homeowners. You can live with a hole in your roof if you really, really want to, um, <laughs> and no one's going to come after you for it. So. Should, would, could they extend the same additional borrowing to a landlord, say, look, you know, £15,000 interest free, go and do um, the changes and the, the insulation, the boiler that, that it's going to take to take out the old storage heaters that you can't afford to do in cash. Um, I see that as, as being almost more of a landlord-friendly product than a, than a residential. I think... We will see it happen. Like I said, some of the other building societies, Kensington, have got their own thoughts on that and are doing certain things. Not as generous, but I think um, I think we'll see it come. One of the problems, like we touched on earlier, is the rent, because it all has to be deemed affordable. So if you're yeah. maxing yourself out with the most you can borrow up to 75% based on that rental you're getting to get an extra 15K on top, the bank might not see it as affordable. So I think once we've got that back under control and the affordability is where it needs to be, we might see something like that happen, and maybe even before. So not everybody's topped themselves up to a 75% yeah. mortgage. You know, those with lower loans, it would make sense. Not a massive a amount more. of landlords, obviously, have bought their property 10 years ago. Yeah. Property value has gone up 80 90%. Yeah. So they're sitting on 40%, yeah. or 60, 60% equity, 40% loan. Mm -hmm. But as, as, as with a lot of people in the UK, asset rich and cash poor. Yeah. Um, particularly with the tax situation at the moment. So it's something for me, if you can get onto them, I know you're a powerful man. <laughs> yeah. I'll pick up the phone when I'm out. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, there's got to be a BDM somewhere <laughs> waiting for your call, waiting for your yeah. idea. It's strange you should say that because the nationwide TMW BDM did come in with his notepad and asked us for new ideas and he was going to take it back to the board. So there's mine. <laughs> there's yours. <laughs> I'll email it. That's it. will say on it. We'll see that happen. Are you listening to MW? <laughs> Got a spare seat in the room today. Very welcome. Come on out. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, so buy selects then. So what what what's the best products out there then? So I know we we from from Uncle Dave, we normally get a weekly weekly update, best buy to let mortgages. So what's what what are the best two, three products out there for the landlords listening in that they can that they can look at? I hate specifying rate on these oh. things. Go, you're gonna. By the time I leave the studio, it's changed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As of today, according to my uh, slightly yeah. tarnished memory, um, we've got a, the TMW is is pretty good across the board. Their rates are good. I think they have got a three point eight five two year fixed uh, right. big fee. I think their five year fixed are closer to four percent. Um, I will need to go back and double check. Mm. Three point nine something. 
Um, but if you want something without such a large fee on it, you can go to probably around the four and a half percent and get a fee somewhere between fifteen hundred and a couple of grand. Yeah, which isn't isn't the end of the world. No, if you, we were talking about this a couple of months ago, you'd have another percent on top of all of those figures. So it's yeah. not too bad. And TMW still have their one year fixed product, um, which I believe is circus of uh, three point six nine. Um, really good rate. Yeah. But with a big fee attached, again, a 3% fee, it's hard for me to recommend that to anybody because in six or nine months, we're going to be having a chat with that customer yeah. saying, right, your mortgage is up for renewal. What do you do now? And there might be another arrangement fee to pay. It's just very regular reviews with a lot of costs involved each time. I'm not comfy with it. But again, it's a place in the market. If somebody sits there and thinks, we're going to be out of all this and in yeah. a better place in a year, maybe they choose to go for that. It's yeah. a gambler's option. It is. And it's a low rate, which means the affordability on that product is probably the best you're going to get. But once yeah. you top yourself up to that level, what other choice have you got? You might be stuck there. It's a lot of fees a lot of the time, isn't it? Yeah. Where are we on interest-only mortgages? Where where do we stand? Where's the land lie? Buy to let. Or mm -hmm. Buy to let. Yes. Absolutely no problem whatsoever. Um, I would say majority of landlords are opting for interest-only mm. mortgages with the facility to overpay. Um, a good thought process is take the interest-only option, overpay whilst you've got a tenant. Yeah. Then if you don't have a tenant, you can just go back to your low interest-only payment. Gives you the best of both worlds. So yeah. absolutely, that is um, that is probably the bread and butter of the buy-to-let market. Yeah, I've been speaking to a few clients recently and they're talking about the interest only only option as you say the the overpayments if they've got the extra money there that's that's what they're doing at the moment yeah. that seems to be the normal normal thing that absolutely clients they're doing all mortgages have their caps and so normally up to 10 percent of the outstanding balance that you can overpay whilst you're within the fixed interest rate period but as soon as you're out of that fixed rate before you fix into something else the cap is lifted so you could if you did come into some money overpay without any limits there at all mm. um but yeah i mean you've got 300 grand mortgage overpaying in year one is 30 grand that's a lot of money people can chuck at it to yeah. help clear that balance if if that's what they want to do yeah gives you i've always liked doing that it gives you the flexibility as you say is if the property is empty for a specific amount of mm -hmm. time you can just drop it down to the minimum if yeah. you're if you pull the tenant out in order to change the kitchen and the bathrooms and your spending's going through the roof or you can drop the mortgage payment down yeah. you're not going to get penalized for it you're not really going to feel too bad on the on the compounding interest either so it's a good way of short-term cash flow yeah um it gives property. you control, doesn't it, yeah. over the mortgage rather than the bank? And I think a lot of people are doing that at the moment on residential and buy-to-lets is that if they can overpay mm. anywhere, mm. they will do that because mm. effectively that will help them out further on down the line. Now it? that interest rates are much higher than we've yeah. seen for a long time, people are sort of gulping at that and they want to clear those mortgages quicker. NatWest have helped out. They've recently over, I'm sorry, increased their overpayment limit to 20%. One of the only lenders out there that have gone from 10% overpayments to 20% in a year. So right. I think they're along the same thought process. People want to clear this loan as quick as they can. So yeah. And do that. Yeah. In 20%, you go in some. You're doing all right. Oh, you're playing all right. You'd be a good friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing all right at 20%. And then crossing the divide into company uh, buy to lets. Mm. We're, we, we had a trend that company buy to let mortgages were slowly, slowly chipping away to, to, to almost match those taken in a personal name where are we now they're still higher than personal buy to let 
uh, mortgage rates, I'd say you probably get your your starting point around the four and a half late fours, um, going up to late fives, again, depending on the fee and the lender involved. They still have a, a, a very big place in the market. A lot of people are choosing to go down the limited company, buy to let road for tax reasons, um, things I can't really go into. But yeah. there's there's a lot of pros and cons for, for thinking about each way. So yeah, still a lot of activity out in that arena. And are you seeing more of your clients moving their buy to let purchases into a company or is it, what's the percentages where if you put your finger in the air and took a straw poll with no data? <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> um, no, all jokes aside, I'd say inquiry-wise, probably 50-50, if not slightly weighed in the favour of the limited company um, by Tillets. Whether they proceed once we've sort of threshed through all of the pros and cons is a different matter. But the amount of people that have spoken to their mate down the pub, had a yeah. chat with the accountant, yeah, yeah. And, and they've got all these wonderful plans and been told the benefits of it, then we'll have a, a bit of a, a conversation and explain the cost involved in the mortgage. I would suggest that if your long-term plan is to become a property investor and you want four, five, six properties under your belt within the next five or 10 years, go limited company. We don't know what's going to happen. The government might button yeah. up all the little loopholes or benefits at the moment, but right now that's good. If you're just going to be buying your first buy to let, you don't think you're going to do anything else in the future maybe the personal option is better but there's lots and lots of factors to consider so you not plugging myself you should talk to a, a mortgage advisor before doing anything like that yeah coming in a couple of weeks as well we've got diane from uh from styles accountants who's going to talk us through again the benefits and the pitfalls of doing a buy to let in a company name and the changes to corporation tax rules mm. that have come in this april mm. so if you run a successful business and then start a buy to let business as well how that's going to affect both businesses um so keep the subscription button on if you're that person if you're that plumber who's got five vans on the road and you're going to put your profit into buy to let hit the subscription button on that one mm, absolutely so just going back to buy to let numbers then so what what numbers are you dealing with at the moment sort of buy to let queries coming through you know is this there is there a high number there or have you seen it sort of come down a bit and people it you know not taking off. the option yeah it did drop off um probably end of last year towards the start of this but it's picked up again uh okay. certainly the bigger landlords i think so i mean say big landlords compared to some people i've got people that have bought 10 properties or more yeah and i think they're seeing some opportunities out there now where smaller buy to let landlords might be selling up and they're grabbing some of these properties yeah. and trying to increase their portfolio so some of those type of clients are probably opportunists and and, and actually grabbing properties buying more mm. whereas maybe your accidental landlords that uh did let to buy or inherited a property that's let out and things like that and you know they weren't ever really for any business reasons and they're just thinking this yeah. is getting a bit tough now they're probably going to be the ones that are getting out of it and, and selling the properties yeah in a nutshell we did see a decline now we're back up my business personally is probably about 25 percent buy to let um 75 more residential so we're back up to our sort of pretty standard numbers as far as that split's concerned now that's good it's good that you've seen an increase come through i think we see more property on the market now where you can sort of grab 
uh, a bargain, mm. especially if you're yeah. sort of in, in the bites late, you know, with these uh, other landlords that, that, that are selling up, uh, uh, you know, maybe a reduced price than what the properties actually were. And yeah, you've got your bigger bites and let landlords coming in, finding that bargain yeah. and then adding adding to their portfolio. So they're remortgaging some of their properties that yeah. have got a lot of equity and the rents are a lot we said earlier gone up and they've got some affordability there, pulling some money out of a hundred or two then extracted, hundred and two thousand extracted, and they're going to buy something. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's that's their business plan. Last point on the market is I read an article um last week which said auction properties or properties going to auction have gone up 40 percent in 2023 uh auction providers have gone online which has made them a lot more accessible than the old auction rooms in london or the regional centers um since pre-covid which means anyone can access anyone can join anyone can watch so i think they've had a huge success and now the market has changed and rate people are now seeing the maturity of their mortgage rates people are now having to go to auction which means a landlord has more opportunity give us a quick rundown if a landlord wants to buy at auction or the newly formed phrase of secure sale <laughs> <laughs> offered here, offered here. Yeah, no secure sale so rather than auction room it's a timed auction which will be a marketed property but you're exchanging immediately with a 28-day completion i don't know if you've seen an uptick of the people taking that up and what as a landlord do you need to do in advance with your finances to put yourself in the right position i strongly recommend you do not try to buy an auction property with a mortgage um and that's just been ground into me from from yeah. old where it's almost impossible to meet their time frames um so get a lot of money in the bank mike i guess <laughs> by cash um and without any jokes i think the the point you made there is where you exchange almost instantly if not within a number of days and mm. that hammer going down you're then committed to buying that property yes so if there is anything that causes a problem throughout the mortgage application process credit searches, property valuations, affordability, you might not get the mortgage and then you're in trouble because you've you've exchanged contracts. Um, so it's a very risky game and you've got to try and meet their stringent timeframes of 28 days. That's just another layer of stress on top that a lot of lenders, they if they realise it's auction, they might just turn away. Um, and you, I think a lot of the things are you don't know the condition of the property, you haven't had that survey done. It's a very, very risky game to try and purchase a, an auction property with a mortgage. Um, I would always suggest probably cash buyers in that situation. But I'm a steady Eddie. I'm a cautious person. <laughs> so um, maybe that's not everyone's attitude, but that's my person. Certainly that's from, from a simplicity point of view, if you can go ahead with cash, get the property under your belt, and then what? Yeah. There are lenders out there who will then refinance pre-six months. You don't there have to are. wait the full amount. Yeah, you call that a day one remortgage. Um, so there's a handful of lenders out there that will let you remortgage that straight away and release your capital. Um, most of the banks are going to want you to wait six months before you refinance, but you can get your money back out. And like we were talking about the portfolio landlords, people with other properties that might be able to extract equity, or if you've got equity in your main home and you want to extract some of that and buy a buy to let, if you've got enough, you remortgage some other properties, get the cash, and you can buy your auction property cash, and then again re refinance in the future and release that back out. Nice. 
right? I think that's I think that's it. We've extinguished it. Dave's sweating. <laughs> Dave, thanks for a spot with stats and all sorts. So, yeah, he's, he's ready to get out of it. Um, but, no, Dave, thanks for coming in today. Um, yeah, it's great to hear about, about these these additional things that, that mortgage lenders are doing. Buy-to-let numbers sort of in um, increasing as as well, the inquiries that, that are coming through. So, yeah, it's all, all great to hear. So, We'll put uh, your details on this page. So, thank you, ladies, gentlemen. If you need any mortgage advice, get in contact with us. Get in contact with with Dave as well. Happy to help. And yeah, see you later. Thank you very much. Thank you.